This looks more promising. Yes. Yes. This is just what we've been looking for. What is it, Professor Hare? What have you found? What I'd hoped we'd find when we first arrived here, my good Mr. Burke. I had hoped we'd find it sooner than this. But I guess all that truly counts are the end results. You mean you found the tablet? Yes. Now come. Help me get it onto the table. Boy, that puppy's heavy. Yes. That puppy, as you so blatantly call it, is quite heavy. Now, where's that brush? Ah, here we go. Yes. Yes. Much better than I thought it would be. It's almost completely intact. What are those weird-looking drawings on it, Professor? For your information, Mr. Burke, those are not mere weird drawings. What's on this table is a very ancient language. Very ancient indeed. Oh. Is it worth anything? (laughs) Only to scholars like myself, my boy. Look here. You see this big symbol near the top? Uh, the big red one? The one that looks like a star? No, the one just beneath it. Oh, that one. What is it? It looks like... Well, I'm not quite sure. (laughs) I'd have been surprised if you had. What we're looking at here is a message. One that was left behind several million years ago. It's a message for the future. One that was lost up until now. Millions of years old. Huh. Funny, it doesn't look as crude as many of the pictograms from that time. Do you know what the message says? Yes. Yes, I do. Well, don't keep me in suspense. What does it say? Roughly translated, the first section reads, He shall be a destroyer, a bringer of death. Chaos will rule in his wake. Really? Odd kind of message, don't you think? It's a prophecy, Mr. Burke. A warning from a long-dead race. Obviously. Do you know which one? Yes. The Novacrons. Nova who? (laughs) Never heard of them before. A lost tribe of Indians or something? No, Mr. Burke, they were not a tribe of Indians. The Novacrons were a very advanced race from beyond our galaxy. Beyond many of the bounds of our universe. It's rumored that they could walk the winds of time and space, that they could all but live forever, and they were once the masters of a vast empire in space. An empire in space? You mean they were aliens? (laughs) Oh, come on, Professor. You can't be serious. You don't mean this was left by little green men, do you? You'd be surprised what I believe in, Mr. Burke. Fine, whatever. It's your money finding this dig. So, uh, now that you've found this, what do we do with it? Put it in a museum? No. I shall destroy it and erase any trace that it ever existed. What? Mr. Burke, I cannot allow this information to get out. 
the damage it would do is beyond comparison. You're losing me here, Professor. I thought this thing was what you came here to find. Indeed it is. But I wanted to make sure I found it before anyone else could. To ensure it never fell into the wrong hands. Now we've found it. I can deal with it once and for all. Ah, okay. I see. Somehow, I don't think you do. Forgive me, Mr. Burke, it's nothing personal. No information about the tablet's existence can be allowed to leak out. I fear I couldn't take the risk you might go blabbing about this in some pub after you've downed too many pints. A potentially bright lad, I thought. Might have made a good agent. Ah, oh, well. Was that truly necessary? What? Who are you? How did you get in here? You've nothing to fear from me. I'm simply an observer. Now, tell me. What are the Brotherhood's interests in this tablet? What? How? How? Did you know I'm part of- As I said, I am an observer. Like you, I am simply a visitor to this era. I will confess it took me a great deal of time to track down the lost Novacron prophecies, only to discover someone had destroyed them in the mid-20th century. What era do you come from? What faction are you with? We're not involved in the Temporal Cold War. Now be a good fellow and let me read the tablet before you obliterate it. No, it must be destroyed. <laughs> what? How can you still be... Good shot. Right into my forehead and chest. Your aim is quite remarkable, Professor Hare. Under normal circumstances, this could have been quite fatal for me. But, as you've no doubt guessed, your weapon has no effect on me. Now, be a good fellow and keep out of my way. I... can't move. Yes, and until I turn off this device, you will not be able to. So just relax and everything will be fine. Now, where was I? Ah, uh, yes. The tablet. Interesting discovery you've made here. Quite a gloom and doom tale, isn't it? The bringer of death, lots of blood spilled. Why can't any of these prophecies ever foretell a time of peace and harmony? It's always so dark and foreboding. Everything from the human's bibles, this Novacron tablet, foretells a time of great tribulation and destruction. These prophecies shall come about one day. They have to be stopped. Then I'm sorry to have to tell you this, but you've already failed. I've been watching events unfolding from my era. This prophecy has come to pass. At least it has now. I don't understand. Neither do I. That's why I came here. Someone has been changing history. I had hoped it was the Brotherhood behind the changes to the timeline, but I gather your lot have been trying to stop this prophecy from coming about. It must be stopped. If the Novacron Destroyer rises, it will disrupt Everything the Brotherhood has worked for. 
Yes, it does, doesn't it? Well, thank you, Professor, for letting me have a look at this. It doesn't really tell me anything I didn't already know. But at least one of my questions has been answered. What question? That the Brotherhood are not the ones behind the altercation to the timeline. <sighs> I can move again. The tablet is all yours now, Professor. But understand this. Even its destruction does not stop what it foretells. Those events have already come to pass. I just wish I knew who was behind it all. Computer, you may bring me back now. Good luck, Professor. Maybe we'll meet again in the future. Or perhaps the past. Space, the final battleground. For many years, Starfleet has tried to maintain peace within the United Federation of Planets, but that alliance has become strained by numerous forces of opposition. The threat of Armageddon now lurks in every shadow. These are desperate times. We are the desperate measure. something, Matthew. Is the word stealth not in your vocabulary? You told me to get the crystals from him, and I did. Knifing him in the side of the neck in broad daylight was not what I meant. Fagin's game is one of stealth. In case it's totally escaped your notice, I'm an assassin, not a thief. Um, guys, who's Fagin? What? Fagin, who is he? I've never heard of him before. Fagin, you know, the thief from Oliver Twist. Charles Dickens? Please tell me you've heard of him. Is he a Starfleet officer or something? <sighs> no. Charles Dickens was not a Starfleet officer. He was a writer, back in the 19th century. You're sure you haven't heard of him? I never bothered with the ancient text much. I think the furthest I ever read back was Stephen King and that Busby guy. Busby? Yeah, I used to love his stuff. Dark and creepy. Especially his gothic series. If that's your thing, maybe you should have stayed back behind with the Plague Worlds. Nah, zombies are annoying at best. They smell bad, dress poorly, have rotten posture, and pester you constantly. Not to mention, they invade your personal space, come rushing up behind you at inopportune times, and they just won't leave you alone. Plus, they stop at nothing to get close to you. Talk about an unwanted guest. Don't get me started on their eating habits. Look, guys, you can debate ancient writers and zombie table ethics later. Right now, I think we need to get back to the Defiant. How far are we from the beam outside? I have no idea. I lost my tricorder and that group jumped us back there after Marinus knifed that guy. Damn it! Well, come on, let's keep moving. As soon as we get back to that beam outside, the sooner we can get off this rock. 
whose idea was it to come to the system in the first place? It was yours, remember? You said it was our best chance of finding the lithium crystals to replace the burnt-out ones on the Defiant. A system filled with scavengers, thieves, and killers. I'd imagine you'd feel right at home here. You're a fine one to talk. Hmm. Point taken. All right, the coast looks clear. Let's get going. You know, this has to be one of the worst weeks of my life so far. We steal a starship and fly into the heart of the Gibraltar system, get marked for death by the Betazoid Assassin Guild, and to top it all off, we can't leave because the Defiance Dilithium Crystals got fused while we were rescuing Marinus. No offense, Matthew. None taken. I should really stop hanging around you guys. You've proven hazardous to my health. Oh, stop whining. I've had a death mark on me for years, and you don't hear me complaining. This is not complaining. This is simple shock. Wait till I get a handle on all this. Then I'll start complaining. Will you two just shut up? Cripes, you're getting to be more of a pain than Bishop. And what's that supposed to mean? Yeah, what do you mean, Mac? Ah, never mind. No, I want to know what you meant. Look, we don't have time for this chatter right now. We're on a planet populated by people who would sooner kill you as look at you, and I for one need a beer, or I'm gonna start getting on people's cases. For the moment, I agree. Good. Now come on. What is our ETA, Korg? Just over seven hours, Delona. Are you certain he will be there? If I'm any judge of character, and I like to think I am, then yes, he'll be there. You can bet on it. Ah, good morning, Tom. I trust you slept well? What? Oh, yes. Yes, I slept fine, all things considered. Something on your mind, Tom? Well, I don't know how to say this. It's about this ship of yours. The Nosferatu? What about her? No, well, she's a fine ship and all, considering she's even smaller than Defiant is. Well, you know what they say about size. It's not that, Delona. This ship was built for stealth more than anything else, wasn't it? She's a prototype. But, yes, Nosferatu is more of a stealth ship than an exploration model. Built for spying and espionage missions. Precisely. But ships like this go against everything Starfleet and the Federation have stood for. Starfleet doesn't build ships like this. What about the Defiant? Huh? What do you mean? Defiant might be classified as an escort ship, but deep down we both know it's a weapon of war. And that's what the Nosferatu is as well. Desperate times call for desperate measures. But it's not just that, is it, Delona? At least the Defiant was built to be used by Starfleet. If I'm not mistaken... Nosferatu won't show up in anyone's books. Technically speaking, she doesn't exist. There'll be no records of Nosferatu for anyone to find. You're a very clever man, Tom. That's what I like about you. You're right. Only a few know about Nosferatu and ships like her. The fewer the better. Obviously no one in Starfleet knows about it. So just who knows this ship is even out there? Come on, Tom. Do I really have to spell that one out for you? Section 31. Bingo! And the boy wins the top prize. You really work for Section 31? 
When you left Defiant, I thought you were going to work for Starfleet Special Intelligence. I was, until I was approached by agents in Section 31 who felt my skills might be better put to use with them. I've been part of them ever since. I can't believe you'd betray the Federation like this. I'm not betraying the Federation, Tom. I'm protecting it. Protecting it? By betraying everything it stands for? (sighs) Do you know what's wrong with the Federation, Tom? What does that have to do with anything? Everything, actually. You see, the Federation had a great moral code. Planets united together to help one another in a vast utopia. The only problem is... Utopia does not exist. It never has. You can live in denial, pretend it's really out there, blind yourself to the horrors that are really going on around you, but the bottom line is, the Federation would never work if it was not for Section 31. We're the ones who keep the Federation truly safe so people like you can sleep soundly at night. I don't understand. Have you ever heard of the genie? The who? Just as I thought. Korg, you want to explain to our friend here just who the genie are? The genie are a very religiously paranoid race. They see all other species as lesser beings to them because of the calling of their faith. It's not the first time that's happened. There used to be branches of faith on Earth that thought they had the only true path to God. And all others were somehow inferior to them. Indeed. However, unlike those old religions of Earth... The genie are a great deal more aggressive. They have weapons that can crack a planet open like an egg. Dear Lord. If they were to be unleashed upon the galaxy, the terror they would bring with them would be without comparison. The only thing that has kept us safe so far is that the genie have not yet developed warp drive technology. And if all goes to plan, they never will. What do you mean? Every time the genie try to experiment with faster-than-light travel, they seem to suffer catastrophic setbacks. Such as? Such as their warp rockets often exploded on the launch platform due to serious systems malfunctions. Some of their key scientists turn up missing. Government funding mysteriously vanishes. Little things like that. And that's the only reason the genie haven't been able to develop warp drive yet? Yes. And they will remain that way for the good of the Federation. But isn't all of that a violation of the Prime Directive? The Prime Directive won't bring anyone comfort when Earth is being blown apart by a group of religious zealots with a superweapon. Section 31 does the job that Starfleet can't. We go into the places their laws and rules stop them from. As I said before, these are desperate times. We're the desperate answer. I see your point, but I'm still not comfortable with it. Oh, you should be happy. After all, right now, Section 31 is the only thing standing between you and the Betazoid Assassin Guild. Okay, okay. Point taken. Welcome back. Did we have a nice trip? Depends what your definition of nice is. For me, no. Thanks to Marinus here. What happened? 
Things got a little more complicated than I planned, and Matthew took it upon himself to retrieve the crystals in his own inimitable fashion. In other words, he ripped our contact's neck open with that sword of his and took the crystals right in front of everyone. You killed a guy in open public? I was born in open public. Born in public? What the hell does that mean? That doesn't make any sense at all. Never mind that now. Judah, you and Matthew get down to engineering and install the crystals into the housing assembly. Right. Let's go, Marinus. We've got work to do. Let's see if you can avoid killing anyone else today. Don't worry. You'll be the only other person in engineering with me. My point entirely. Bishop, break orbit and set course for Federation space. Keep a lookout for anyone following us. Are we expecting company? I hope not. But things didn't go over too well planet-side. Just keep your eyes open and the sensors running. As you wish. Come on, Kemi. Let's get back to the bridge. 